If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one the only miss sheree whitfield hey <laughs> what is going on how are you how's life in atlanta today life in atlanta is amazing um i'm great i'm living my best life and just enjoying what god has blessed me with you know well, listen, I mean, I should say like, welcome behind the velvet rope. I really should say, welcome back. Welcome back, Sheree. I mean, listen, you've come, you've gone, you've come, you've gone, now you're back. So, I mean, you know, I want to start with the first question of just like, you know, why now? Like, why was now the time for, you know, Sheree Whitfield to step back and claim her peach? You know what? I feel like right now it was, I was in a good place mentally, physically, emotionally, and why not? You know, they've asked me previously before, but it just, I just didn't really feel like it was the right time for me, but I didn't have a lot of, you know, uh, drama or negativity going on in my life. And I was like really in a happy place. So why not? You know, I love, you know, when I can come in and, you know, and enjoy the ladies and when it's fun, (laughs) I do have great times with these ladies. Listen, the bone collector is back in the building, ladies and gentlemen. So, I mean, listen, it's been around four years since you were here last. Like, does it feel different? Like, does Housewives feel like it's changed since you were here last? You know what? So I always say this, that when I'm not on the show, I don't watch the show. However, of course, I surround myself with a bunch of people who are still very loyal to the show. And I have no issue with that. But I listen to, you know, all of their complaints and, you know, the things that they would talk about. And it was just... Not good, not good. So for me, getting back to Housewives season 14, it's a different energy. It's a completely different energy. These, the, from the girls, from, you know, everything that, you know, everyone has going on. It's almost, it almost takes me back to, you know, being, as an original, being on the show years ago when, when we first started out and we were able to laugh together you know, have fun. We were really, you know, we have a good old Kiki. We can have, you know, enjoy each other, but you know, we're not always going to get along, get along and that's okay. But we're able to move past, you know, a lot of things and, you know, keep it moving, keep it going. You know, what did you hear like from your friends and your group, you know, throughout the years that you weren't on, like, what was the one thing they said, like, wasn't good or needed to be fixed or. Well, uh, it was more than one thing, but I can narrow it down to a few things. Um, it just wasn't authentic. These, they felt like, you know, the storylines were a lot, you know, a lot of them were made up. They weren't really being completely transparent with, you know, with their real lives. They also uh, talked about that, you know, all the girls did was get together to fight. I mean, in our, in friend groups, sometimes, you, you know, you want disagreements with people in your friend group and that's understandable. But when that's all it's basically is, is that you guys get together to fight, that's an issue. And it just didn't seem like the girls were genuinely, genuinely friends or really liked each other. That makes a lot of sense. Did you have any reservations in going back? Well, when I talked to the higher ups, that was something that I I voiced to them that, you know, I'm not really interested in, you know, going back to something that's just so draining, so negative. So, you know, it's just very toxic. I think we need to, you know, have a group of girls take it back to what what it used to be, you know, where... We can enjoy each other, but we can also, you know, we're we're strong-minded women. We're still going to speak our minds. We're going to stand up for what we believe in, and that's okay. And they were in agreement. They, you know, felt like, you know, yeah, it should go back to the concept of what it originally, uh, what it originated as. 
Right. It's like, let's have some fun. And of course there is drama that comes along with that, but let's have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. And be completely transparent. And authentic, like you said. Well, listen, we are in a new season, season 14. There is a little bit of drama we've seen. I mean, you and Drew, I mean, you guys seem to have come right out of the gate with some drama. Like, what is it about Drew? You need to ask Drew, what is it about Sheree, honey? I didn't have an issue with Drew. I didn't know Drew. Drew came for me and she started just making up storylines like this. You know, she wanted to divert from the atrocity or the humiliation or embarrassment that her husband was giving her on on TV. So she wanted to divert from that and come up with this story that, oh my gosh, you know what? My battery's about to die on my computer. I'm not, Do you want to plug it in? Yeah. Gosh, hold on. Let me call. It's better than dying. It's so much better than dying. Oh my gosh. I was mid-sentence. Hold on one second. Let me see if my son is still here. Listen, if we want, if you want to have a um, guest appearance by Cairo, I'm not going to argue with that. (laughs) Honey, I'm not going to argue with that at all. I'll just sit here and mind my own business. (laughs) Let's see. You know, these kids these days, they don't always answer the phone. I'm like, Cairo, if I'm calling you, I need you to pick up. Listen, I mean. Cairo, can you please, please, please. Are you still here? Can you go get my charger, uh, the computer charger? It's in the wall in my bedroom and just bring it down real quick because my computer is about to die. Thanks. So I can't remember. What, what was I saying? So Drew, you know, Drew came up with this whole, you know, that, you know, her assistant, Anthony, you know, also was your assistant and you didn't pay him. Yeah, that whole lie. Anthony was never my assistant. And when you watch the show back, Anthony never said he was my assistant. He never said that. Those words never came out of, out of his mouth. And then for her to say, oh, he was her assistant for three years and she never paid him. I'm like, who, who's dumb enough to work for somebody for three years and I get paid? Like, seriously, like you're just trying to feed into a narrative that was out there previously. But listen, there would not be all, I would not have all of these blessings on my life had I had debt on it. Had I owed people. I don't do people like that. And that's, that's just not me. Now, the only thing I can think of is that she's really, she was really needing to try to change her narrative of the shit show between her and her husband. Thank you, Cairo. Wait, Cairo to the rescue. Listen, Cairo solves all, right? Are you going to say hi? Can you say hi? He can say hi. I'm not going to argue. Come on, you got your show. <laughs> you could say hi, Cairo. Yes, just say hey. <laughs> How are you? Thank you for bringing the charger. As I turn bright red, <laughs> I'm like with Andy Cohn as far as Cairo is concerned. Let's just say that. So we'll just leave it at that, Trey. Um. So you think Drew made up the whole? You think it's just all fabricated? Of like, you know, this is embarrassing that my husband and I are going through this on TV, and let me just throw something against the wall to get the heat off me. Yeah, and then I mean, who who better to come come for than uh, but the queen, the the OG? Like, really? Do you think like Drew is out of her league? Like you said, you're an OG, you're the bone collector. I mean, you know, you helped invent the game. I mean, is she in over her head and coming for you? Now, do I need to answer that really? (laughs) Do you really want an answer to that? I mean, isn't it obvious? It is obvious, but you know, I just felt I would ask. Mm -hmm. She She doesn't seem to think so though. She seems to think that she's a formidable opponent well of course I mean you always have to if you don't think highly of yourself who else will that is true what about what what are your thoughts you know Candy was involved in this you know I mean Drew told Candy and Candy told Marlo and then Marlo told you like when all is said and done and the dust is settled you know are you upset with Candy you know we've watched the show but like where does she fall in all of this now, originally, I was very upset with Candy because, you know, we all hear things about each other. These streets are, they stay talking. But it's the point of me knowing Candy for as long as I've known her. And this is somebody that she just, you know, whatever. So she's telling her things about, or things that she think are about me, but Candy's not coming back to me. She's going to other people. So to me, that's almost like spreading the gossip instead of bringing it directly to me. So I was a little upset with Candy. I felt like it, you know, we should have been better than that. We should have, you know, had uh, better communication. But she's a she since apologized. So you know, I can can't be mad at her, you know, forever for that. But she, yeah, she apologized, and I accept her apology. But originally, originally, yes, I was heated at Candy. 
And you never spoke to Drew before this, like before this season, like Housewives, like you don't know her from just being around Atlanta or do you? No, I met her at when we all came together to say, this is the cast. Do you think like you talk about authenticity and like the OGs and like, you know, listen, we're in season 14, you know, of Atlanta. So, you know, it really any franchise, like can someone come in like Drew's in her second season, like Sanya, there's in her first season, like, can someone come in now authentic? Or is it like, do the newbies come in like too studied? Like, you know, one could argue, well, if Drew wants to make a splash in her second season, we might as well, I mean, Sheree is coming back. That's a thing. That's going to be a headline. So, I mean, is it now calculated with these newbies of like, you come in knowing the game or knowing the assignment as everyone says? Yeah, I believe so. I believe they have studied, they have been fans of the Royal Housewives of Atlanta for some time. And they come in thinking that they have to do X, Y, Z. And that's why a lot of them don't last. They don't last. Like you may see them one season or two seasons, whatever. They don't last because you're, you come in, you think you need to make this big old splash. But honey, a splash is going to happen regardless. When you have some strong-minded, opinionated, women you're going to get that splash you don't have to make it you're going to get it right is there anyone who was like a one or two season wonder like you look at like shamari like kim fields claudia jordan even marcel those are kind of the four that you know were one or two seasons do you think any of them you know kind of deserved a second season or was gone too soon oh absolutely now again i don't watch it when i'm not but i hear everybody talk about it but and of course when Claudia was on there, you know, it was one scene. Everybody was like, I know you don't watch the show, but you got to go watch that. <laughs> Claudia, definitely gone too soon. Gone too soon. I think a couple of them, uh, I didn't really uh, watch the others, uh, the others, but I heard good things about them. So gone too soon. I agree. Claudia, I think if Claudia ever came back, that would be yeah. epic. Yeah, for sure. What about this season? I and mean, when we see Marlo has her peach, it was like 10 years in the making. Like, you know, Kenya doesn't seem to think all the time that Marlo deserves her peach. Like, h- how do you feel about this? I think that Marlo put in a whole bunch of damn work. <laughs> it is about time. It's been a decade. <laughs> so if you put in all that work, it, it's, you, you're due. You're, you're, if you've been that patient, that, you know, um, I mean, she, she wanted it. She wanted it. And the fans like her, you know, the fans like her. And I think it was time. And we get to see more about her life now being a Monty, you know, you don't have that storyline when you're just a friend up. So I think it's good to finally learn a little bit more about Marlo. Yeah. 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 Just, and, but that's the thing. You just want to make sure that people are going to be completely transparent about their entire life. And I feel like I've always done that. The good, the bad, the ugly. I went through a divorce. I paid child support. Uh, I, you know, all the things that people not always pretty. Don't always just show the pretty. I show everything. So Marlo, to me, this season, she's showing a lot. And that's what people really want to see. Like they know her on, you know, just on a surface level, but they really want to dig deep and they want to know who you are as a person. What about when Kenya says something like, okay, I'm Kenya, I'm an icon, Marlo's an ex-con. You know, she's implying that you know, she's implying Marlo is doing what we said, just said these newbies do of like, she finally has her peace. She's throwing everything against the wall. Like she really wants to make that splash and like hold on for dear life. So you're saying that speak when Kenya said, Marlo, I'm an icon and Marlo's an ex-con. You, what do you think she was talking about? I think she was talking about kind of like, she was asked like how Marlo is doing this season. And she was implying like Marlo is like trying to be Nene. That was her, those were her exact words. Like Marlo's trying to like throw everything against the wall and just be so over the top. Cause she finally has her peach and, you know, she's so desperate to hold on to it. That's kind of what Kenya was saying. I don't know if that's exactly what she was talking about, but okay. Oh, so maybe listen. not. <laughs> what do you think she was talking about? I think she was talking about her previous uh, arrest her multiple previous arrests. I think that's what she was talking about. But she she may have also uh, insinuated that Marlo's trying to be like a meanie. But to me, Marlo, from, even as a friend, she had this huge personality, you know? So that's yeah. in her. And, you know, I think she's just being consistent with, you know, with who she's been as far as that. 
The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle that gets you high yet? That's right, it's summer, and it's time for you to get your hands on America's new favorite product, Danksicles. 20 milligrams of THC in two great flavors, the latest and greatest innovation from IndiCloud. Is IndiCloud the greatest company to come out of America? Maybe. But what we do know for sure is that IndiCloud is the best way to get dispensary-grade cannabis delivered directly to your door, 100% legally. Yes, they ship legally to all states. No medical card needed. Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course, popsicles that get you high as What are you waiting for? Go to indicloud.co slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top shelf THC products. Head over to indicloud.co slash spring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order. You guys know I'm out here in the Hamptons for the summer. And with that comes a major announcement. I have started running in the morning at the crack of dawn at 530. Now, after being cooped up in the city all winter, I didn't have the proper running shoes. So I asked a friend what he can recommend. And he said, Allbirds. I figured, why not give them a try? Oh my God, listen, the Allbirds Tree Flyer, I cannot say enough great things about these shoes. They're lightweight, they're super springy, and they're so freaking comfortable. Listen, you know this is Housewives Ground Zero, so I gotta have the right shoes. You know, I might run into Ramona, I might run into Luann in the morning, and these shoes help make my long distance running every morning feel so effortless. And even the days when like, I don't wanna do it because who wants to run at 5.30 in the morning? These shoes make the run so easy. And they're not just lightweight and comfortable, they're actually really stylish. They come in black, yellow, orange, I like the brown. So listen, lace up the tree flyer and get running today at allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com. A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com. You know, for me living in New York City, space is everything. But the thing is, even if you have a big house, don't you want to take up as little space as possible? I have to tell you guys about Diggs. They came up with a collapsible dog crate that is so easy to use and transport and store it, it, I don't know what else you would want to use for your, you know, dog. The Revolve was designed with safety first. Of course, like that's the most important thing. Digs look to the baby industry for quality standards. And so this way, when the Revolve is like opened and closed, it's a single piece frame and it helps prevent injury to jaws and paws of your dog. It's convenient. It takes less than a minute to set up and you really just need one hand. You open it and you close it. And if you're going to be doing any traveling this summer, their passenger travel carrier, your dog gets to travel in five stars. And of course it's crash test rated. So there's nothing to worry about. It is completely safe for your furry little friend. Make home comfortable for your pet and go to digs.pet slash velvet and get 15% off site-wide. That's D-I-G-G-S dot pet slash velvet to get 15% off site-wide wide i kind of think so too yeah what about you know we have this event for kenya's daughter and you know kenya decides to play this game of you know like let's write something shady about each person now i mean in what world do we think this game will have a happy ending and no world right in the metaverse somewhere is going to have a happy ending but you you cannot create these type of games at these type of events and not feel like you're going to get some type of feedback. It's going to be negative. It's, it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. I knew it. It's not going to go well. And when Kenya says, you know, I mean, she's come out and say like, listen, like, I just want to have a fun season. I want to pass the baton. Let Marlo be the villain. Let whoever. I, I don't want to be the villain this season. I just want to enjoy myself. I mean, is Kenya capable of that, of just kind of saying this is a fun season? To be honest with you, this was a fun season. It was a really, really fun season until it was no longer fun. But I think Kenya, this is the first time you guys are going to see me and Kenya not tear each other down, 
not really, you know, not argue or, you know, try to belittle each other or, you know, any of that. And I really genuinely love Kenya. She, I saw a different side of her. But you know what? Since she said Brooklyn, I've seen a different side of her, a softer side, a more relatable side. And I like it. You really think like Brooklyn kind of changed things for her? Oh, absolutely. Becoming a mom, I mean, it's just, it, it, it takes you, I mean, you have to have that compassion. And there's things that you, you didn't maybe know you had in you where you always felt like you had to be this fighter. And I feel like Kenya tapped into something inside that it's probably always been there. Sheree just never saw it. <laughs> I think a lot of us didn't see it, Sheree. Yeah, well, she's fine. She's fine. She, I mean, she's fun. She loves to laugh. Who knew? I never thought I would see the day where Miss Kenya Moore got the exclusive tour of Chateau Chiray. So, <laughs> I mean, that I never thought I would see. I never thought I would give it to her. Have you got as an extensive tour of Moore Manor? No, I have not been invited back. We, we, we got to make that happen, Chiray. We got to make that happen. I don't, I don't know why. I, I've been, you know, trying to be a really good friend to her, but. You know, I know she has a lot going on, but hopefully I'll get an invite soon. I hope so, too. I, I actually hope so, too. What about, was there anything that shocked you this season? Like any, you know, like we see like in the trailer, like, you know, Candy's been such a proponent of Marlo's Peach over the years. We see like they kind of have some, you know, some issues that are going to develop later in the season. Was there anything that shocked you, you know, having been here multiple times before? Um, yeah, so... I've also been a proponent of Marlo getting her peach. Anybody's asked me in the past, I've always said that I think Marlo deserves, deserves a peach because she's definitely put in the, the work. Um, what has shocked me this season? Oh my gosh, a lot has shocked me this season. These girls, they go low. They go so low. That is one thing that we didn't do in the past. Um, the OGs, I mean, even though we may know a lot of information about the other, we didn't really put it on national TV or voice that on national TV. These girls, they're in the gutter. They are low, 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 like they're cutting to the white meat. And that was really shocking. And it's shocking that, I mean, you guys are gonna be shocked. I was shocked. I hope they, I hope they, I know in editing, they got editing, they have to cut so much out. They really need to, that one argument, it could be two episodes, honey. Between Candy and Marlo? Between Candy and Marlo, between Marlo and Kenya. Even the scene with Drew and I, they cut so much of that. They cut so much of that out. Like what? Like what was cut out? Um, she was really hitting below the belt. She's trying to hit below the, trying to hit below the belt. Um, it got, you know, she, really, really loud. You know, she wouldn't let me talk. And that's when I said, can you shut up? That was because she was literally talking, you know, like one of those people that like to, she want to throw everything out that she wants to say. And then when I get ready to talk, she's talking over me or, you know, trying to scream over me so I can't really get my point across. And it got really, really loud. And, you know, everybody was there like, you know, even when I talked about what Anthony had said to me, and I, I said, I'm sure he said the same to you, like where he's talked about pretty much everybody in this group. And he's told me so much stuff about you and your husband and your personal business. But, and everybody's like, well, what did he say, Sheree? What did he say? And I was like, well, that's not who I am. I would never repeat what he said unless I know it to be a fact. She keeps going, 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 and she would not let it die. So then it finally, you know, finally comes out and she runs with it for the rest of the season. I guess she has nothing else to talk about. The whole thing that, you know, quote unquote, Ralph is gay, but Anthony said this. Yeah. Is that, do you notice that as a change in housewives? Because that's what, you know, people have said in the sense that there is this consensus in the old days that, you know, like you wouldn't go below the belt, you know, like children are off limits, like real business, you know, like you all know secrets about each other. Sure. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. you know, and being in this world, I know some of the stuff. And then you're like, but we would never say this on air just because this yeah. is really going to cut someone. This is big. It's bigger than the show. Right. Yeah. Right. And now it just seems what that that's not the case anymore. It's not the case anymore. It's not the case. And it gets ugly. It gets ugly. Well, that sounds like something that the fans will enjoy watching. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, we've also learned, you know, we're seeing more of your story this season, you know, we've been with you for so long, but you know, we've also had like, quote unquote, Tyrone in our lives forever. Mm-hmm. You know, we see like the scene that's coming up where you're now look, it also made headlines when you guys were filming as far as you know, Ty, you know, it came out, I'm sure you saw the headlines that like Tyrone couldn't film this scene because like it would violate his parole, I believe. And then, you know, now it looks like you were, you know, stood up in the scene, like talk to me about all of that. That's the thing. I mean, I can't go too much into it, you know, because it's not shown yet, but there is no way that I would ride with somebody or wait for somebody or, you know, just be this patient or be, because I don't, look at me, like, I I really don't have to wait for somebody in prison for X amount of no years, you know what I'm saying? So him to, or people to insinuate that I try to set him up, like, what, how do I benefit from that? What do I get out of that? That's not even me. That's not my character. That's nothing that I would ever, even my worst enemy, I don't wish negative or bad things upon them. So that was really hurt. That was really hurtful uh, for me. But yeah, you'll see that scene coming up. What I, you know, I'm excited for you guys to really see me in, you know, relationship. And they have not seen, shown a lot thus far. Like we've had lots of conversations up to this point, but they really haven't shown a lot. So I'm not really how they're doing editing, but hopefully, you know, they'll show a little more, you know, coming up, but it was a lot that they've, that they've cut out. Like I was literally, we were literally on the phone on FaceTime every time I taped. Wow. But you don't see that. Yeah. And this will air after that scene anyway. So, but you guys, right. There was just a lot of like the phone calls and all of this back and forth, like while you were filming that we Mm -hmm. we just, it looks like it got cut. Yeah. Just got, yeah. Just got cut. And you know, the part about the probation, that's something that he and I never talked about. I was under the impression that he was good as long as he was in the house by nine, uh, 9 PM. And that's what he always, always told me. So even when I'm, you know, going to Philly visiting i mean we're at all these restaurants we're going to restaurants we're going to bars we're hanging out i never he was he never told me there was an issue with anything so that's what was a little shocking to me and then what happens from there because you know i mean it's implied that you guys just are not together anymore that this has caused a major riff really well you're just gonna have to tune in we're gonna have to keep watching do you ever get the roller coaster? You'll see the roller coaster, the ups, the downs of you know just relationships. It's normal. Everybody, you know, is not a smooth road for most people. It's not. Yeah. What is it about Tyrone? You know, because like right, everyone has an opinion. You know, everyone says this and that and the other thing. Like, what is it? Why has he been the one for you? You know what? When Tyrone first reached out after he had you know, been incarcerated for many years. It was more me being open to being supportive of a friend. So I had not talked to him in years and he reached out on my birthday one year, 20, it was 2016, he reached out on my birthday and you know, he explained his situation and it was me, you know, somebody in my past that I knew, you know, knew from the past just being, being there for that person, you know, being there, being an ear to listen or, you know, just to have conversations with him, you know, while he's, while he's locked up. I never set out to, you know, fall in love or to be with someone in prison. Absolutely not. But we grew an emotional, an emotional connection just out of, you know, the conversations that we would have for months and months and months, you know, and that's how that transpired. It wasn't like, oh, hit me up, Tyrone. We get back together. No, it was none of that. It was just me, you know, just really being supportive, which I would want somebody to be supportive of me if I was in a, you know, down or in a situation. And it almost makes sense because it's like just months and months of just talking, which if you really think about it, 
more people could probably benefit from that. Like it is like an old fashioned way to just really get to know someone, right? To be honest with you, that has been me in all of my relationships, whether they were in Timbuktu or here, that is me. I need to get to know you here or feel like I'm getting to know you here. And it's not always a physical initial. It's not a physical for me initially. Really? It's all about here. So like all about, yeah, the person could look a certain way or whatever. I know. I I typically go by a a strong uh, emotional uh, mental uh, connection. I also go by how you treat me. And yeah, that's pretty much. But I'm changing, honey. Oh, really? How? I need high and sexy. I need uh, passion. I need chemistry. I need all of that. I like a little hot and sexy. I'm I'm not going to argue with that. Mm -hmm. What is your zodiac sign? I'm a Capricorn. Very loyal. Very, very loyal. I'm a Gemini. Geminis are very loyal too. Geminis and Capricorns are very loyal. Yeah. Listen, hot and sexy. Mm-hmm. Hot and sexy is, is there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. Nope. What did anyone shock you this season? You know, I mean, like you've known, like, you know, Marlo from before, you know, Kenya from before candy, like, was there anything that kind of like any one particular person act more out of character than what you expected? More out of character. That would be Kenya. That would be Kenya again. Kenya, fun Kenya. Kenya, she, she just let it, she, she's not exuding the negative energy. She's, it's really positive. It's, it's like good vibes around her. And let me tell you, tell you that she's been consistent on camera as well as off camera. And that means a lot. That means a lot. So listen, this is like a new, this is the new friendship that like people have wanted for, for years. What about, you know, like Kenya? I mean, it's, it's out there. I mean, I've spoken to them. Like, it's not like I'm saying anything out of school, like, you know, Kenya and Cynthia Bailey, like they've been closer, you know, girls trip kind of changed some things for them. Like, how do you feel about that? I mean, they seem to be a little off course at the moment. You guys know that I'm out here living my best life this summer in the Hamptons. And look, I mean, part of that was like, I kind of doubled down on my therapy with Talkspace. Like I need a clear head. I'm going to have a good summer. And look, I mean, a lot of thoughts and emotions and life situations, you know, they get in my way. I'm sure they get in everyone's way and they stack up and, you know, it's, there's no shame in today's day and age and, you know, saying, Hey, I I need to talk to someone. And I personally don't want to talk to my friends. I don't want a bunch of yes people that are just going to, you know, yes me to death. I really find that talk space and talking to a licensed trained therapist, someone that has an outside perspective has really helped me. And I love, you know, that I am out here in the Hamptons. You don't need to go to someone's office. This can all be done over the phone, Zoom. It's a great way to get high level therapy and the help you need at like a fraction of the cost. So listen, if your thoughts and emotions are piling up, listen, it's the summer guys. You need to have a happy summer. You can match with one of their dedicated therapists today at talkspace.com and you use promo code velvet during signup to get a hundred dollars off your first month. That's a hundred dollars off at talkspace.com with promo code velvet. I got to tell you guys about Radix remedies. Listen, there's so much to choose from on the Radix site. You know, if it's on there, it's better than the rest. The best thing that I love on there is the THC gummies. I mean, they're pretty self-explanatory. It's a cannabis edible. It takes the mystery dosing out of it. You know, just what you're getting when you take a gummy. And listen, they really help reduce my anxiety and just chill me out. They help me concentrate to be able to bring you this podcast five freaking days a week. I also, I have trouble sleeping, so I love their sleepy bears. They're delicious. And I mean, they actually work. They help me sleep. They're cannabis and melatonin infused. And let's face it, I mean, cannabis is a good time. And also, you can immediately reduce anxiety on the flight anywhere with their Delta 8 THC vapes, which don't clog and they work freaking awesome. So go to radixremedies.com, enter code velvet. You get 15% off with promo code velvet. That's right, 15% off. I mean, if that's not something that's going to help you reduce your anxiety, I don't know what will. Radixremedies.com, 15% off with code velvet. And enjoy. You know, I I didn't watch Girls Trip, but I did uh, hear about it. Um, I love both of them, and I you know hopefully they can you know get it, get back on the same and uh, get back on the right track with their friendship. Are you going to be watching Girls Trip too? We have Eva's in it, Phaedra. Probably not. 
When I tell you, there's not enough hours in the day and it's so much to watch and everybody's like, watch this, watch this, watch. I can barely watch Real Housewives of Atlanta and I love it. Are people shocked when they find out like, you know, you actually, when you're not on Housewives, you're living your life. Like, are they shocked that you don't sit there and watch? I mean, I, I, I could understand that, but I'm sure like, aren't some people shocked by that? Um, I've really not come across people who are shocked by it, but they may be a little like, oh, you don't watch it? Nope, I do not watch it. Why? <laughs> She's gone. She's not there. There's no need to watch. Listen, what about, did you feel pressure in coming back? You know, cause there was a lot of this, I mean, Cynthia's gone, but there was a lot of this chatter like online of like, you know, Portia's not going to be there. Portia's not going to be there. Like, how is this season going to shape up? Like Portia was such a major, like, did you feel pressure kind of coming back? I mean, you are an OG and you know, you are Sheree. So you're not walking in anyone's shadows, but just for the show in general of like, you know, season 14, there's cast changes. Do you feel that pressure coming back? I did not feel that pressure because, to be honest with you, we were in talks way before those announcements ever came up. So I didn't even know any of that. But we were definitely, definitely in talks uh, before any of that came came about. Right. Like you were, it was already started. Like that has nothing to do with you being back. Mm -hmm. You've recently said that you think it has something to do with Drew being back, that, you know, Cynthia's gone and Portia's gone and we have a certain number of peaches to give out. I mean, yeah. She barely made the cut by the hair of her chinny chin chin. <laughs> Them being gone might be a good thing for Drew at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, again, I did not watch it, but I've heard about the catastrophe that she was last year. Um, but, you know, I will say that from what I've heard last season and then her coming back and, you know, completely doing a whole makeover, you know, she needed it. But definitely the re- reasons that I'm hearing I just sip my tea. This is actually tea, doesn't it? coffee. Uh, well, I was just going to say, you're sipping your tea or coffee. Like, what are these reasons? <laughs> she had a consolation peach. You definitely don't think she would be there if either Cynthia or Portia stayed. Um, uh, no. How do you think Sanya Richards Ross is doing or has done? I think she's doing good. I, I, I like Sanya a lot. I like her family dynamic. She's a businesswoman. I like her. And she seems authentic. Yeah, very authentic. Very authentic. I like that. Except for when she turned that Jamaican uh, accent on and off. (laughs) There's an accent at times, right? Yeah, (laughs) a little stronger at times. What about, you know, like, do you think this is the right cast, you know, like with these cast changes, like, do you think this is a good group? I mean, I guess, you know, if you had to replace someone, I assume. Oh, it would Replace someone? Well, let's just fast forward many, many weeks from now. It's the end of the season. Like, you know, we're deciding who's going to be back for next season. Like, do you think someone should go or do you think this is the right group? You know what? I never like to, like, even in the past, I never, even if I was beefing with someone, I never want to put anything out there like, she should not be back. That's just not who I am. I think they can definitely add, you know, a girl or two. They can add a girl or two. Yeah. Who do you think, I mean, obviously you are the queen of the one-liners and of the shade, but who do you think is kind of the best at it besides you on this current cast? Oh, Kenya. Kenya, that tongue, that mouth of Kenya's, when she's coming for you, she comes. She, I mean, oh, you don't want that raft. Now I can handle it, but some of these other girls, they can't handle it. Kenya's the real deal. She's the real deal. That mouth is reckless. It, I mean, that's where like when you, when you do watch, you didn't watch Girls Trip, when it's like all mashed up and you see Kenya go against some of these other women from these other mm-hmm. franchises, it's like mm-hmm. Atlanta just does it better. Yeah. The shade is like no better anywhere. It's, <laughs> it's what about, you know, there's so much going on. Like, do you think like if they were going to add, you know, you look at some of these past people like Portia, Kim Zolciak, like some of the big, bigger names in the history. Do you think it's time, you know, do you think they would be good on this current cast, like Portia or Kim in particular? I think both of them could be good on this current cast. 
I think both of them could be good on the podcast. Even Lisa Wu. I keep saying Lisa Wu. You guys have not seen Lisa Wu in a long time. And when you did see her, I don't think she was able to, in that mindset, so she felt like she could be completely transparent. She's completely transparent these days. And she's a lot of fun. And I think she would be a good addition as well. And I think like when someone only gets like one season, sometimes it's like, you almost like, you know, you say, look at Drew, she came back, we didn't recognize her for a minute. You know, I mean, I think sometimes you need to kind of just say, oh, I get it. I didn't get it my first season, but I get it now. And so like, to your point, if Lisa came back, you think she would totally understand how the game is played. Yes. Yes. What about, you know, all the people that say, listen, I mean, RHOA without Nini, they're still saying this, you know, there is that group. I mean, we're seasons in now, but what, how do you feel about that? I mean, Nini definitely was a huge, she had a huge impact on Real Housewives of Atlanta. We all did. I mean, we're OG. So we started this, we, we started history. However, she's come and gone throughout the seasons. And I think the ratings have remained. I don't uh, think that it's a show, uh, a one person show. I think that the show does well because you have a group of women that somebody can relate to at least one of them. So I understand that fans miss her and, you know, I wish her, you know, well, and, you know, all of our endeavors, but I definitely, definitely think that the show can definitely go on without any one person because it's a, it's an entourage. It's a, it's a, you're focusing on, not only on one person because, and that's, somebody asked me the other day, they were like, what are some of the ups and downs or, you know, being on reality TV? But one of the ups is that people, they get to know you. They think they know you in real life. So they think that you're their friend, but then someone else may really be so connected to someone else that they don't like you and they don't even know you, which is so weird. But again, I think that people can relate to somebody on that cast. And it's not just always one person. I would agree with that. Do you think, and I'm not taking, listen, I had Carlos King on this podcast. I love my Carlos King. Don't you get me wrong. I'm not taking anything away from him or Nini because, you know, they were great. But here's my thing. Like, you know, Teresa Judice from New Jersey, like she does the table flip. She really wouldn't be Teresa if it wasn't for Danielle Staub because that's who kind of, you know, Mm-hmm. Do you think that, you know, Sheree Whitfield does not get enough credit for, you know, everyone loving Nene? Because let's just face it, if Nene was not on that guest list, season one, for that party, which was mm-hmm. your party, mm-hmm. I think that was the moment that Nene and Carlos became Nene and Carlos. I cannot deny that. I cannot deny that. I, um, Carlos just asked me about that recently. I, I don't think anybody's ever really asked me about that. But I definitely don't feel like I get my just do. I created some very um, memorable one-liners, several one-liners. I also, like you said, got the Roswell of Atlanta popping. I got it started by leaving her off the list. So a reality show, and I'm open to showing my reality. In my reality, we were not getting along at that time. We were not friends. So do you invite people to your house that you're not friends with? Not at all. Mm-hmm. And I think that moment is right. Like, I mean, I think that's what you were just saying. You broke up for a second, but I think that's kind of what put RHOA on the map. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It, it could have gone a totally different uh, direction. It could have been a totally different show had I just said, listen to the producers and, and allowed everyone to come to my house. Did you, because, you know, now we're 14 seasons in, you know how it works. We all know how reality TV works. But at that time, did you, like, what made you do that? You know, because you would think, like, this is just my rationale of, like, you're hired to do a job. You have to listen. I mean, you're, you're, you're the employee. They're the producers. But you know what I mean? Like, what, you're right. It is authentically real because you're not going to invite someone that's not your friend. But, like, what gave you, like, the ball, so to speak, to say, like, I don't want, you know, like, you would think some people would be like, oh, I can't leave her off. She's, like, a major cast member. Well, to be honest with you, it was a huge, huge day for me. It was my birthday. I don't want anything to go wrong. I don't, and I know know that prior to this, which was not on camera, Nene and I had a huge blow up in front of producers. 
So going in, it, it was just a lot of negative, bad energy. And I do know this, this is my job, but you also hired me. My job is to be a reality, be a reality TV personality. So I'm gonna give you real life. So I'm gonna give you my divorce. I'm gonna give you, you know, that uh, I'm dating, you know, a man in prison. These are not pretty things. But also my reality is that me and her, we're not friends. We're not getting along. And why would I invite that negative energy on my day, on my birthday? I'm going to give you some reality. So I gave it to them. They were shocked. <laughs> Listen, I still think it goes down as like one of the most iconic moments in Housewives history. So I just, when people say Nini is here and there, I'm like, because of you, Sheree. Oh, I mean, she, she does what she does. She, she's good, but I, I'm definitely know that I've helped this brand a lot more than I get credit for. Yeah. Yeah. What about, you know, everything that Nini's going through now, like with her lawsuit, you know, I mean, that's kind of making the headlines. Like, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I, you know, I feel, you know, bad that she felt like she, you know, those were her experiences and I wish her well. Did you ever get that? You know, like a lot of it involves like Kim Zolciak, like she's mentioned in a lot of things. Like, did you ever see any of that type of stuff? Nene's relationship with Kim Zolciak and my relationship with Kim, with Kim were totally different. So, no. What about, this really doesn't have anything to do with Nene's lawsuit. Like Monique Samuels from Potomac has come out and said that she feels like she kind of agrees with Nini's lawsuit, whatever, let's put that on the side. But she has said that she feels that, like, she, Monique has said that she feels that, like, white, like, that, if, you're, if you're a white housewife, they show you as a mother and a wife and a business owner and a philanthropist, they show a lot of different aspects of your life. And she said she feels as, like, a black housewife on Potomac. I mean, she's not on anymore and she's referring to Atlanta too, they show just one aspect of her life. You are the mother, period. You are the wife, period. And it's not like a wholly actualized person. Mm. She, do you feel that that's the case? Hmm. I mean, I don't completely feel that that's the case because you, know, you guys have seen me be a mom. You've seen me go through my relationships. You guys have seen me try to put this business together for so many years and they've allowed that. Um, I mean, would I love to be on TV just, you know, with my family, with my heels kick, kicked up, you know, uh, just chilling and, you know, you see just the good parts, but it's about my entire life. And I think that they've done, I think they've done a decent job with that. I think so too. I mean, speaking of the family, we had like a guest appearance by Cairo a little earlier, like, you know, Candy, Portia's had, has Portia's Family Matters. Candy has Candy and the Gang. She has another spinoff coming with Escape. I mean, is it time for a Sheree Whitfield spinoff? I think so. I think it's, yeah, it's been time, but you know what, where I am now, I think it is time. Now, what would you, as a, as a viewer, what would you want to see Sheree Whitfield doing? Well, I mean, we do like Cairo. We like your whole family, so we can involve that. And I mean, as a viewer, you know, like I said, we are curious about, I mean, we've seen, I mean, especially now that you say there's a lot of calls with Tyrone that we haven't seen. I think we want to see Tyrone. And if it's not Tyrone, and now it's time for some other stuff, and you're going to be out there on the prowl, I mean, that's a whole nother thing. So we either want to, right, we either want to see Tyrone, or we want to see you with all these new people that you say are hot and you want passion it could be your family and you know and let's just factor in also you mentioned this business we want to see you you know people want to know what's going on with she by sheree i know you're asked all the time but there we go business family personal i think it's time yeah i think it's time too i think it's time too i got so much i mean you know of course when you're on the show with a group of uh women they can only like you're you're so limited on what you know what they can show because it's only what 42 minutes in the in an episode totally so yeah a whole i would love to see you guys last time you saw my family they were uh really they don't really show a lot of my fam my uh family and they show more this season but i see that they're you know the editing they're cutting out a lot so yeah they would love to see you know because cairo oh my gosh everybody loves cairo so they i would love to show you cairo 
my, my youngest daughter, she's about to go to medical school. My oldest daughter, she has her podcast. You know, we actually end up going, going on her podcast on the show. But just my family dynamic and then my mom being here and, you know, dating and, you know, things like that and getting she by Shreya together. Really, really the day-to-day on, you know, really trying to make this, you know, my baby, this is my baby. I've been working on it for so long. So to finally be able to be in a place where I have it, it's moving forward. It's amazing. You know, for 14 years or 14 seasons, it's been crazy. It's been a up and down and, you know, I don't, I don't take the fast road, the easy road. I'm up mountains. I'm going across creeks and lakes and through the woods, through grandma's house before I got she by Sheree together, but I got it together. So I think that people are really, really interested and invested in that. And I know that because they still, to this day, for 14, 14 years later, still, when they see me, Hey, she by Sheree, or, you know, they're asking about she by Sheree and I never gave them a product. So for me, having this platform to just be able to get to this place where it's been a long time. It's been a long road, a long journey, but people have been able to see my journey. And then this season, you'll get to see it to the end. Not to the end, but you know, definitely you'll see She by Sheree. And there's so much more to come. There's so much more that I want to do with She by Sheree. For, for me, it's always been like a lifestyle brand. So I'm just starting with the athleisure. There's so much more for me to do. And we're going to see that this season, like as we watch on, there's a lot more rooting for God and she yeah. by Sheree to come. Mm-hmm. And we have like a product now. It's, I mean, people say, where's my box? I mean, I think Cynthia Bailey, I just sat down and talked to her like two weeks ago. I think she said, where's my box? Oh, like there's actually, I mean, she was joking and she was kidding uh-huh. around. I don't, but like she, like there's a, bo- there's a product now. It's, we're going to see it. It's a product now. And the launch is coming soon, but it's, Probably, well, not probably. I, I guess I can give you a little bit. Look for it uh, around the season finale. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, I think if there were going to be a spinoff, I think we should just call it She by Sheree. There you go. I think, listen, it's one of the most iconic products, even though it has not been a product to now in Housewives history. I don't think people refer to any products more than She by Sheree. Can you imagine? And not just in Housewives. It's a household name. A household name... This never had a product for 14 seasons. It's crazy. But you love, should go I into love, love, huh? there's some type of branding there. Like you were able to create a brand and a product with no product. I don't even know what you would call that, but it's something, right? It's something. It's something. But you know, what I what I one of the things I, I like to get out of this is that I did not give up. I, I stayed determined. And I want other people out there to know that, you know, some, it doesn't always happen on your time. But if it is something that you're passionate about, that you love, then keep at it. Hard work, determination, and prayer always pays off. And don't give up on your dreams. A lot of people give up on on their dreams. They're like, oh, I've been trying to do this for two years or five years. If it is something that you love and you really feel passionate about, keep going. Did any part of you think to not keep going? Like it kind of became like the butt of the joke over years of like, we're never going to see this. Yeah. So many times, every time I tried, I'm like, okay, I would literally do interviews and say, okay, I'm no longer doing she by Sheree is dead. I I put it to rest. They would not let me put it. They would not, the fans would not let me stop. So they actually are the motivation. They, they push me, they push me, but it's, it's like good motivation, a good push in the right direction. Like, okay, bitch, you talked about this for so long. We need something. We want something. And I got to give it to them. And I appreciate them pushing me like that because I try to get away from it for so long, so many times. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And then I'll start and I'll stop and I'll start and I'll stop. Because also, along with that, you'll also see some of the, me talk about some of the reasons why She by Sheree never, I was never able to get it off the ground. And you want to do other products after the athleisure wear, like this is just the beginning. Yes. Home, you know, I love home decor. I can see She by Sheree being in homes. And then also, you know, my kids and I, we're all very uh, active and we love um, working out and fitness. So my daughters and I were also working on, and this is something I've worked on before the pandemic, and then we stopped. But coming back to fitness, so my daughters and I were doing like a fitness, fitness video, videos. 
I mean, we really work out. So after I saw that drop it with Drew, I'm like, girl, honey, you don't even work out. You don't even look like you work out. So you think your workout videos will be better than the drop it with Drew? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. This is what we do. My, my, my entire family. And that's one thing so, sort of weird because I've never been a really, I didn't think I was, but when you think about it, when you're young, you're not really thinking of exercise. I stayed outside on my bike. I stayed at the swimming pool. I, we were on our roller skates. That's all exercise. But these days, these kids are not, they're on a, at home, they're on a computer or they're on their games or you know, things like that. They're not really physical. But my kids are very physical. They make sure they work out. They eat, you know, they eat healthy. They eat, you know, unhealthy stuff too, because I eat unhealthy stuff too every now and then. But they do know that it's a way of life. I predict that She by Sheree will sell out immediately upon its drop. I, I, I do. All of that. I receive all of that. I don't care if people want to wear it, what they want to do with it. I just think it is so iconic at this point that people, I mean, that is worth you coming back, right? Like, I mean, don't you feel that? Like, no matter what happens, like, it yeah. kind of helped launch this real launch this time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What, what about, well, what is up with Cairo? I mean, you mentioned one of your daughters is going to medical school, which I mean, congratulations on that. I can't even imagine what that entails. I mean, I'm a lawyer. I don't practice anymore, but medical school is a whole different ball of mm-hmm. wax. And then your other daughter's in a podcast, but what does Cairo do these days? Cairo is doing music. He's doing music. He's graduated from Morehouse uh, during the pandemic. He's into music, but he's also doing some production on uh, he's, Wardrobe. He's doing helping with wardrobe on some production sets. I love it. Yeah. What about, you know, because we talked about next season when Drew says, you know, when you say like, you know, her job was saved and now she's puts this out there once again about your finances. I know you guys have this Twitter back and forth where she's like, the feds are coming for you. <laughs> okay. I'm listening. Was that a question or? (laughs) Well, how do you feel about, I mean, like, I don't know, like, what is, I guess what the question is, what's the obsession about like your money and your finances? I mean, you and Marlo, both people seem to be obsessed with finances when it comes to the two of you. What is that about? When, when Drew put that tweet out there, I was thinking, girl, I have so much information about what you or what your husband is doing. So don't go there, honey. If they're looking at anybody, you guys with nine help, nine, 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 don't she have nine helpers, nine helpers around the house? Let's just see if those helpers are still there when the cameras go off. That's, that's the kind of stuff I say when people come on camera, they want to pretend. You think she really still have a staff of nine right now when we're not taping? This is how I live. This is, this is what I do. I'm not pretending. Why? She's a fake. She's a fraud. Right. In the sense that, you know, and listen, there's others housewives from other franchises that have been accused of this. What? Like just in like, I'm on the housewives. I have to look rich and and glamorous. Yeah. Yeah. No, this has been me. This has been my lifestyle since you guys have seen me. And before. And so she'll has, right. She has nine helpers just to film. Yeah. Just to film. But yeah, I think it's so hilarious when people talk about Oh, she, she, uh, or when Drew, Drew talked about, oh, she doesn't, uh, she didn't pay her bills or anything like that. That's not how I operate. I would not be as blessed as I am if I had this huge debt over my life, you know? And I don't do people wrong. Anthony never worked for me. He did come in, you know, he wanted to be my assistant, but instantly it was more, Let's go hang out here. So I kind of took him under my wing, like as a, a little brother. Like I was just the voice for, you know, when he complained about things or when he wanted to talk about, you know, talk about things, that's who I was. But work for me, no, he did not. And I don't think Anthony would go on any platform and say that I worked for Sheree and Sheree did not pay me. I, I, he could not say that. And to your point, he hasn't said it on the show. I mean, he's never said he worked for you. No, she made that up. She ain't have shit else going on. What? Because, I mean, you've implied some things about Drew and her husband. Like, what do you think of these, this rumor, I guess, that Ralph is gay? I don't really, I, I don't know. I don't know Ralph from, you know, anybody. I, I, I just don't know him. I don't know. 
I mean, and before this season, I had never seen a, a day in my life, aside from when Anthony sent me the picture. But so I don't know him. I, I'm not judging. And if he is, it's a whole bunch of girls out there with gay husbands. I mean, like, what's the what's the big deal? There, I love it. I have no idea. There are a whole lot of girls out there with gay husbands. That is very <laughs> true. What do you want people to take away as they like as we wrap up in a few minutes? What do you want people to take away as they watch you this season? You know, again, like you've come and gone, you've come and gone. Like, you know, have things changed? Like, how? You know, what do you want people to take away from you this season? I would say because it's a great season. Mm-hmm. I definitely want. I definitely want people to. First of all, it is a really, really great season. This season overall, I think we all were pretty transparent. We had some great laughs, some really good times. And you'll see some of the dynamics, you know, change within the group. I think with me personally, I'm just so super excited that, you know, people will get to see She by Sheree finally and see me, you know, me working to kind of get this to where it is today. And hearing, hearing about all of the difficulty that I had in the past and why, you know, I was never able to get it to where it is. Um, my family, my family, you know, I wish, you know, hopefully they'll you know, continue to show more of my family and, you know, our dynamic. Um, and then this whole, you know, charade don't pay or, you know, that narrative, I'm, I just don't, I don't like to feed into it because I know it's not true. I, you know, all the cats and dogs out there whispering and, you know, saying that, oh, Sheree don't pay. There is no way that I would not be living or be doing what I'm doing or be able to wake up every day with no stress, no negative negativity or bad energy on my life. There's no way. And to your point, someone is not going to stay for three damn years if you don't pay them. I don't even think they're going to stay for three months. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So that, that's the one thing also is that when you have to defend BS, that's the worst. That's like somebody saying something about you and it's not true, but because it's out there, people start to feed into it and believe it's true. Like, oh, well, she wouldn't say that on TV if it wasn't true. Oh, these bitches say a whole bunch of stuff on TV that's not true. So that's the worst, just having to defend bullshit, you know? Yes. Cause I could imagine because like in my real life, if someone says something that's completely not true, like I just won't engage. I'm like, this is so not true. Mm-hmm. I won't even have this conversation because like, it's beneath me, honestly, like, exactly. so I couldn't imagine like, if it now has legs because someone said it on TV, you now have to defend something that's so not true. I don't even know how you would do that because you just don't even want to engage. Yeah. And then you have to continue to engage throughout the entire season. You're like, oh my gosh, am I still talking about this? Did you have like conversations off air with like, you know, a candy who was basically almost an OG, you know what I mean? Like of like, wow, these new girls, like this is a whole different ball game. Do we have a... Or like even Marlo's been there for 10 years. You know, I mean, I really do think it's like, it's when people come into it now, it's a whole different thing. Yeah, it is. And they feel like they had to prove something. They feel like they have to have a moment. And I did feel that with Drew. I felt like every single time we got together as a, as a group, she felt like, I don't know who was in her ear, but she felt like it needed to be, she needed to make that scene about her, even if it wasn't about her, where she felt like every time we get together, I'm gonna make it about me. I'm gonna do, you know, I'm gonna argue with this person or that person and make it about me. And in real friendships, like who's doing that? Bitch, you would have got kicked out of the friend group a long time ago if that's how you behave. Because who wants to be around that person? That every time you want to bring it back to you. Now, how do you think, like, just hypothetically, let's say that Nini was here. How do you think Nini and Drew would, how do you think Nini would handle this? I don't know. I don't know. I can't say. I don't know if she would have the patience for that from Drew. (laughs) No, no. Two final questions. So, you know, you've been asked before, it sounds like throughout the years, like you guys are already working on this mm-hmm. next season. I mean, how do we feel? I mean, I know it's very early, but, you know, are you interested in staying with us this time, Sheree? I am interested in staying. I want people to really, because we leave off and it's so much more, you know, that I want you guys to see. So I'm interested in, you know, possibly staying because um, I think it's so much more 
of She by Sheree, of my family, of my fitness, of me dating that you guys uh, need to see. I would love to see all of that. Well, as we wrap up, listen, you have had some of the most iconic one-liners. I mean, She by Sheree is the number one most iconic product, but your one-liners. Could we have a famous who gonna check me boo before we go? Okay, absolutely. Who gonna check me boo? Iconic. <laughs> well, listen, I, I mean, is there anything else you want to cover before we go? I really appreciate you taking your time. I mean, I like to give people a chance at the end to go over anything you would like. You know, I've had Candy. I've had Cynthia multiple times. My kill will stop by everyone. I have wanted to talk to you for so long, Sheree. So, so I'm going to do it. And anytime, just please reach out. I was going to say, maybe like at the end of the season, some of your castmates want to come back. So maybe at the end of the season, we could do like a check-in to see like where we are with everything. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. I just want to tell everybody, thank you for so, so much for all of the support. I'm back and forth. I mean, like this, I've made history. This is the first time that someone's been back this many, been back this many times. And I don't take that lightly. And I want to thank everyone, you know, all the fans who reach out and say, oh, you know, we want, we want Sheree. And I appreciate that. And even talking, you know, with She by Sheree or, you know, Chateau Sheree, they have kept this up, kept all of this alive. They've kept me alive. And I thank you. And I appreciate all the love that everyone gives me throughout the years. That's, that's listen, you're authentic. I mean, that's what, that's why people want you, you know, because you are showing your real self. And I think that's what it is. So, mm-hmm. well, I appreciate you, you know, the door is open anytime, maybe later in the season. But yes, I cannot wait for She by Sheree to drop. Chateau Sheree looks great. I'm looking behind you. <laughs> Say thank you to Cairo for visiting. And like, yeah. it's great to have you back. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. And this is awesome. Thank you so much. Anytime. Thank you. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.